You're listening to KEXP. You can find us at 90.3 FM in Seattle, streaming live at KEXP.org. I'm Cheryl Waters, host of the Midday Show. So excited to be here in the studio with my good friends, La Luz. Welcome. It is so great to see you, and we're streaming live video of this session today, KEXP's Facebook and YouTube pages, and you all look great. I just love this new record. It's amazing. You going to start us off with a couple of new songs? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's La Luz live on KEXP. here in the KEXP studios, a brand new album called Floating Features. (laughs) 
La Luz live here in the KEXP studios, a new album, Floating Features. It is so wonderful to hear you performing these songs live. Thank you for coming in today. Yeah, Thanks for having us. It is always so great to see you. And again, I just love this new record. These songs are so dreamy. And Shane, I heard that a lot, if not most of the songs on the record came to you in dreams, maybe even some nightmares. Can you talk a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, yeah. A couple of the songs uh, kind of came from dreams in different ways. Like there's a song called The Creature that is uh, just a a play-by-play -play retelling of a sleep paralysis experience I had where a creature came out at me from the wall and hovered over my body and then possessed me and it screamed, I'm coming with you! <laughs> and that um, just had a song written all over it. Yeah, I was like, gotta get that one down or, or you know, be haunted forever. Uh, and then another one, Walking to the Sun, it was, it was pretty crazy, just the melody and the lyrics. I heard in a dream and then I was like, I gotta try to translate that into real life. And it was, uh, it was pretty easy. And the, of course they're different. They're all different now that the band, you know, adds their touch to it, but yeah. Is it pretty easy for you to remember your dreams? You have to keep a little journal by the bedside and wake up in the middle of the night and get your thoughts down before they disappear into the ether? Yeah, yeah, I tried, when I started to notice this theme emerging, I thought, okay, I better start keeping track. So I kept a notebook and just tried to, tried to nail them down. Had you done that before, taken uh, songs from your dreams or have your dreams been more vivid lately? You've always dreamed, but you never thought about writing about it? I used to write a lot of poems based on dreams, but yeah, I think this is the first time I really tried to get them into songs. Sort of laboring the point because it is such a dreamy album and it also has such a California feel and you've talked about that in interviews. That's so, um, I don't know if it intentional at the outset or just as a result of living the last couple of years down in California. Can you talk about the move and if anyone else wants to chime in because you moved as a band, which is kind of wonderful. Everybody decided they wanted to make a big shift. And I'm curious how that has affected your lives, if you're enjoying it and the music that you're making now. Um, yeah, I, I, I love it. It's, I've always wanted to live in California personally. So for me, it was, it was like a, a dream coming true in a way. And I think it's, it's uh, LA in particular is such a surreal place that um, it feels just sort of dreamy in and of itself. Mm -hmm. Alice? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I've, I've loved being down there, too. Um, initially, it was, it was a very different place from Seattle. You know, we all lived here for a really long time. But, um, yeah, it's, it's really inspiring. It is dreamy, like Shana says, and kind of nightmare-y as well. So it's like the, um, it can really uh, uh, it just influence the way, you're, um, the way you are writing things and how your, your creat creativity comes out. Yeah. You I, was may, like, I was actually born and raised in Los Angeles, so I was able to revisit living in there since I was like, I don't know, I moved here when I was 18, so it's a completely different experience being there as an adult and then also being there as like a working musician rather than just a high school kid or something. So I, some people have a hard time connecting with Los Angeles, and I always just say there's something out there for everybody. You just have to find it. There, uh, uh, speaking of which... 
the video for Cicada. Oh my God. <laughs> there is something for everyone and you put it all in, in that video. Tell me about making that. that yeah, we did not it, hold back. <laughs> you put the kitchen sink and more in there. That was fun. Yeah. Well, we, uh, that was, that's very LA music video because we recorded most of it on a soundstage. So we had access to all of these different uh, sets in one, one place. And so we shot like the bar scene, the hospital scene, the restaurant uh, proposal scene and <laughs> everything just in the same, it's, it's all almost in the same room. Uh, you can just walk from a hospital to a bar, you yeah. know, in two steps. So, <laughs> For people who haven't seen it, can you just tell them a little bit about this? It's, it's like a soap opera. Yeah, it's like a soap opera opening theme. Um, so it's like, you know, how they try to kind of get a little moments of action, as many as possible, and, and, and introduce you to as many characters as possible. It's, it seemed like the sets were just an unending. How many locations did you go on for that? Look at the ATV. I mean, it really, yeah. it, it kind of it was turned a lot into of work. this monster. Like, yeah. it, it started out, like, it was already insane the first day. And then it was just like, you know what, though? We really do need to add people, like, that chasing. Like, we should really do that. And we, like, spent three hours driving up there trying to catch the sunset. And, like... Yeah, that sunset shot. Oh, I mean, yeah. we, like... <laughs> It was beautiful. It was like we probably we took like what five minutes to film that. Yes. Like we we wanted it to be like this big like grandiose like sun setting and but we ended up only getting one shot because we spent most of the day with the ATV chase. But um, it was worth it. I mean, it's a beautiful image. It is. It's but, gorgeous. Yeah, I can't believe you only got that in five minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah we we're just running. We were like chasing the sun, like ran up the dunes and just shot that as quickly as possible. Hurry up! Set up! Set up! Yeah. Where are we going? Sun setting. It looked like a lot of fun. Speaking of fun, it seems like you had a lot of fun making this record. You have uh, kind of made your last uh, records in sort of makeshift studios. One was in a trailer, and yeah. I think, did you record the last record in a surf shop? Yeah. Is that right? Mm -hmm. And you went into a proper studio this time, and... You were pretty prepared when you went in. It sounds like you knew exactly what you wanted to do. Did you have some new toys to play with, and did you approach it differently? You'd kind of sort of re recorded as a live band in the past, and you did it a little bit differently this time. Can you talk about that? Yeah, we, yeah, we just really wanted to flesh it out and, and just bring something different to the recording than we do at a live show. And, and now we're sort of doing the opposite. We're like, oh, that recording sounds so good. Maybe we can bring that to the live show. So... Um, yeah, um, yeah, we all had different toys to play with. I think especially Alice, because she had uh, yeah. you know, different organs and so much different percussion stuff. And Is there Hammond on there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of different organs. Um, yeah, we went in, like, super prepared, but it was also fun to, like, show up and be like, oh, and there's that to play with and that to add. Um, so I think or there was some... Away. What? Or take away, even. Yeah, or take away. Yeah. So some things were unexpected, you know, they were just discovered there in the studio. Mm -hmm. Well, it's a great new album. Lalu's latest is called Floating Features. It's on Hardly Art Records. Tonight, you've got an all-ages show at the Vera Project. I, I feel like uh, I actually just saw you in Australia, yeah. which was yeah. so great. And you had mentioned that you'd been done with the record for a while. You've got to be so excited to be out on the road playing it now. Yes. Yeah. Very happy. So, so, yeah. yeah, long overdue. Let's, let's talk about Australia for a second. It was uh, my first time there. I think it was your first time there as well. And yeah. you were on the GizFest tour, um, the festival lovingly curated by King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. And I'd like to, to hear a little bit like what it was like touring with them because I'm a big fan and I know that they're a big DIY band and they get friends and family doing everything. But until you really see it in action, you can't really understand 
what that means, how kind and generous they are. What really struck me was how many fans they have, and they really could be playing these shows just solo with one or two supporting acts and making a lot more money to support themselves, yet they lovingly curate this massive lineup and pay to bring all these bands with them because they're just so passionate and they love music and they love community. And so what was it like to be in the center of that? I mean, yeah, like you said, they are just such, like, the nicest people, all of them. There wasn't a bad apple in that whole bunch. Uh -uh. They had a huge crew, and, you know, there's, like, seven of them on stage, not to mention, like, who else they're traveling with. Um, Yeah, how many bands was on that lineup? I mean, not even counting, like, the 50 local bands they had on these little side stages. Yeah, they had those little bungalows, too, of all this, like, local music, which is crazy. I think that there was four traveling Four or five traveling yeah. bands? Yeah, I think we were the only American band. Yeah. And then, well, My Old High Club was there for uh, for the Melbourne show. But uh, then there was a Japanese band, Kikigaku yeah. Moyo, and um, a bunch of Australian bands. And yeah, everything you said is, is I think, what what we would say to you. Right. They are really, it's, I, you feel like you're gushing when you talk about them. Because <laughs> they, they are really uh, yeah. great guys. <laughs> it's, it's, it's sincere, for sure, yeah. yeah. It was also really inspiring, like they're... Their work ethic is really solid, and to see that they're all, yeah. they maintain like a an amount of um, they just haven't gotten it hasn't gone to their head, you know, yeah. a, a modesty, yeah. super down to earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were actually finishing recording their latest record while we were on that tour. Yeah. Yeah. Which one? There were five. That yeah, came out the last one. Gum, gum, gum boot too. Yeah, gum boot too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hard to keep track. Crazy. They're so hardworking and. And they really are so generous, and like the shows were, the festivals were so fun, and you could tell they were putting a lot of thought into making sure that everyone had a good time, including the audience, like in every way. And like it was accommodating, and like, it, like yeah, you can't. There's so many awesome things about them. It's hard not to gush. It's true. <laughs> They're sweet boys. And yeah. you went all over Australia and also to New Zealand with them as well. Yeah, yeah, with them in Mild High Club, we did New Zealand too, which was awesome because it was. Uh, there were, I mean, that whole trip, there were a lot of days off, so it was also, like, uh, just really leisurely and chill. We'd had vacation. so many beach days. So <laughs> yeah. Many, uh, yeah, vacation I mean, tour, for sure. Yeah, just total, total dream tour. Yeah, Australia was very dreamy in November and December. Yeah. Well, it was such a pleasure for me to get to see you there in Melbourne. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. fun to run into you. And I'm so happy, again, about the new album, Floating Features. Tonight, La Luz are playing at the Vera Project. That's an all-ages show, so bring the kids out. I think I'll let you play some more music now. Okay. <laughs> I also want to say I'm just so stoked to be here right now. Oh, um, the new Kate. studio is so beautiful. It's gorgeous. And like, I'm on I'm the so verge of tears it, a little we bit. We built it for you, the <laughs> artists. <laughs> like, we've all grown so much, haven't we? We have. <laughs> but especially you, especially yeah. you guys. <laughs> well, you're a big part of that, so thank you. All right, all right. love is all around. <laughs> Thank you. 
those voices together, it gets me every time. <laughs> La Luz, live here in the KEXP studios. Floating Features, the new album. Thank you so much for coming yeah, in. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thanks Thanks good to see you. Guys. So great to see you, too. Playing tonight an all-ages show at the Vera Project, then heading down to Portland for the Aladdin Theater on Saturday, and back up through Seattle, going to be in Bellingham on Sunday. That's awesome. Right, I like having it. you here in the Northwest for a while, but <laughs> happy to hear that you're loving California. Thanks yeah. so much for bringing your great music here today. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. You've got a tune to KEXP Seattle.